What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. I was on Nathan Hollow, and with me, Jared Trish. What's up? We're starting the NFL, where the Super Bowl became the most watched program in TV history with 123.7 million viewers, and they watched the 49ers absolutely blow this game. Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22 to in overtime. Patrick Mahomes won his third Super Bowl MVP. He threw for 333 yards, had two touchdowns, one pick, and rushed for 66. He was the team's leading rusher. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 93 receiving yards, and McCole Hardman had 57 yards and, of course, the game-winning touchdown. On the other side, Brock Purdy had 255 yards and a touchdown. Jawan Jennings had a touchdown throw and a touchdown reception. He would have won Super Bowl MVP if they had won. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 80 rushing yards, 80 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. They did not get their big guys involved, though, besides Christian McCaffrey. I know George Kittle had only one catch for four yards, and Brandon Ayuk had only, like, three catches. I, I, I believe it's safe to say we can actually consider this one by the Chiefs a dynasty. Yeah. And Mahomes is inching ever closer to being the GOAT conversation. He still won't be. He's the best guy I've ever seen. Not to take away from Tom, Tom wasn't the flashiest person. Mahomes does things that people shouldn't be able to do. Uh, the 49ers, after the game, actually today, they fired their defense coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Um, he didn't deserve to be fired. Uh, you know who did deserve to be fired? Their head coach. Three Super Bowls he's been in. Three double-digit leads he's blown. Two as the 49ers head coach. One is the Falcons' offensive coordinator, which is the worst, the worst blown game by any team ever. I'll, I'll honestly say in any sport. And he was he was a part of it. So, uh, also didn't have the, uh, they didn't know, the 49ers players said that they did not know the overtime rules. That's a coaching problem. Also, he elected to uh, take the ball in overtime. You don't ever take the ball. That's not smart. It's smart in the regular season, whenever the first score wins, not in overtime. Especially when all you can get is a field goal on it. Like, I'm going for it on fourth down. I don't care. It's a make or break game. It's for a championship. You know if Mahomes gets the ball. You can stop him in the fourth quarter. Pretty sure you weren't going to stop him in overtime either. Had to score a touchdown, and he they just failed to do that. So uh, this is a coaching issue, and Andy Reid was the better coach. The best team did not win this game. So 49ers were the better team. They just love blowing. They are the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year, though. I don't know how because they have uh, quite a few guys on defense and offense that they need to uh, resign. One of them including Chase Young, uh, Brandon Ayuk, who – has not been happy after the game. Of course, the the big thing for the Chiefs, Legereus Sneed and Chris Jones can both be free agents. Moving on to the association. Oh, for the NFL, I will be giving my mock draft in a few weeks. Yeah. Yay. Moving on to the association. The All-Star Weekend is this upcoming weekend. The Rising Stars game is on Friday. Of course, I'll be watching that because uh, Wendy and Sohan are in it. All-Star Saturday night, the three-point contest. I want your opinion on who wins. Three-point contest, Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Lori Markin, and Donovan Mitchell, the defending champion, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. I'm going to go I'm going with Tyrese Halliburton. He's in Indiana. He's got to win some. The dunk contest. Is it bad? Jalen Brown, Mac McClung, Jaime Jaquez Jr., and not Obi Toppin. It will be his brother, Jacob Toppin. Exactly. It's going to be Mac. I'm going to go with Jalen Brown. Honestly, I don't I don't care. It's, they might as well just get it. Yeah, and then, of course, the game is Sunday. Uh, Victor Wimbanyama dropped a triple-double against the Raptors. He had 27 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 blocks. The own, the He becomes the fourth rookie to ever record a triple-double with at least 10 blocks. He becomes the uh, fourth player ever 
to record a 20-10 with 10 blocks plus 5 assists and multiple steals. So, Wimby, uh, he hit the rookie wall a little bit, and then he said, you know what, I'm going to lead on uh, He, You can go ahead and you can go ahead and give him rookie of the year. Chet's fell off so bad, and uh, there's not really another rookie that's been playing as well as Wimby has. You can go ahead and give him defensive player of the year as well, which he should win. He won't because he's rookie. The Magic retired Shaq's number 32 jersey last night. About time. He now has four teams where his jersey is retired. The Knicks are filing a protest after an incorrect call as time expired again. Uh, uh, in their game against the Rockets, it was a terrible call. Uh, the crew chief admitted that it was a bad call. I watched the end of the game. Terrible call. They should win this protest. They should. But knowing the NBA, they won't. Uh, I'm going to get to the trade deadline here in a second, but some big news. The 76ers and Warriors both inquired about LeBron James at the trade deadline. Uh, Rich, They were told by Jeannie Buss to uh, contact Rich Paul, LeBron's agent. And, of course, nothing happened. But uh, just to see that teams actually called the Lakers about LeBron is very disappointing for the Lakers. And also, what else is disappointing for them? They did nothing at the deadline. So the NBA trade deadline. The Mavericks got P.J. Washington and two second-round picks from the Hornets for Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a 2027 first-round pick. Did you like this one? Yeah, I actually kind of do. I like the move because Grant Williams was the worst free agent signing of the past offseason. He had done literally nothing. Grant Williams is not that good of a player. You got rid of Seth Curry, who's trash now. They have to give up a first round pick. P.J. Washington, he's so young. Very good player. 76ers added Buddy Heel from the Pacers. The Pacers got Firkin Korkmaz uh, from the Sixers. They also got Doug McDermott from the Spurs and two second round picks. The Spurs got Marcus Morris, who we we're going to cut because screw Marcus Morris and a second round. So uh, clearly the 76ers won this trade. Yeah. I love this trade. Getting Buddy Heel. This is exactly who they need is a, another sharpshooter. Along, of course, Joel Embiid's out for a month yeah. or later. Uh, they, they're right on that line where they have to stay at six to not make it into the plan. I, I would not want to be in the plan with Embiid being rusty coming back from an injury, if he's even back. By the way. Yeah. So I, I love getting Buddy Hill. Right. It's great at The Suns got Royce O'Neal from the Nets and David Roddy from the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies got a 2026 first-round pick, Chimenzi Metu, and Yuta Watanabe. The next got Keita Bates, Diop, Jordan Goodwin, and three second-round picks. The Suns, I like this move. Royce O'Neal's a solid player to come off the bench. Their bench is trash. Uh, And David Roddy from the Grizzlies, I don't know what the Grizzlies are doing. The Grizzlies traded away so many people. They already traded away Steven Adams, traded away Xavier Tillman. Now they trade away David Roddy. I don't know what they're doing. I know that they've lost nine straight games, which is the most in the league right now. But David Roddy's still young. And David Roddy was solid. And what they got back is not. Good move by the Suns. One of the most eyebrow-raising trades that happened. The Thunder got Gordon Hayward from the Hornets for Vasilij Micic, Trey Mann, Davis Bertans, and two second-round picks. Gordon Hayward hasn't played since December. This is the only trade the Thunder made. They could have got another superstar in there, but they did. And I think that's going to hurt them once it comes to the play. Because there's still two. Did you like that trade? I mean, it's not going to make any difference. Because Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward's been washed ever since he, ever since opening night of his Celtics debut. Whenever he destroyed his ankle. Yeah, the Knicks made the be- the Knicks had the best deadline. There's no question about it. They've had the best uh, trades all year. Getting OG. Uh, now they got. From the from the Pistons, they got Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich. They had to give up Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, Quentin Grimes, Ryan Archidiakono, and two second-round picks. So this season, they have gotten Alec Burks, Boyan Bogdanovich, and OG Ananobi, and they have not given up 
one first round pick. This is unbelievable stuff by the Knicks GM. And the Knicks should be a favorite to make it out of the Eastern Conference. Did you like that move? Yeah. The only one I didn't want them to trade was Quentin Grimes. He wasn't getting much playing time anyway. But yeah. uh, getting Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich, two guys who can come off the bench. Boyan could start. The Knicks are struggling right now. OG's hurt. Julius Randle, of course, he's been out. Really, it's just been Bronson. The Nets got Dennis Schroeder and Thad Young for the Ra- from the Raptors for Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie is set to join the Lakers after he was bought out, and Thad Young is joining the Suns after he was bought out. So the only person that actually stayed on a roster was Dennis Schroeder, and nobody cares. The Bucks added Patrick Beverly from the 76ers for campaign and, t- and a second-round pick. I love this move for the Bucks. I know a lot of people don't like Pat Bev. I'm not a big Pat Bev fan. He's a great leader. He is a great leader, and the Bucks need somebody yeah. that can be a great leader, and he is that person. The Mavericks got Daniel Gafford from the Wizards for Rashawn Holmes in a 2024 first-round pick. I love this move. Daniel Gafford's a really underrated center. Uh, the only bad thing, I don't like that they did not get a wing player in any trade that they made. They got big guys. They already have a lot of big guys. And the final trade that happened that's actually worth noting, the Raptors got Kelly Olenek and Ochai Abaji from the Jazz for Kira Lewis Jr. Otto Porter in a 2024 first-round pick. I don't know what the Raptors are really doing. They're trying to contend while also trying to rebuild. I don't know what they're doing. I don't like the move for Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek's washed. Uh, I do love the move for Ochai Abaji, though. I'm a big fan of Ochai ever since he was at Kansas. Uh, he's he, he was good for the Jazz. He had a great rookie year last year. I wouldn't have gave up a first-round pick for them. So. I want to give Kill Lewis. He's still solid. I don't even think he plays. He started good. Then injuries killed him. So moving on to the standings, the Celtics have won five straight and into their last ten. They lead the East by six games. Uh, of course, second in the East is now the Cavs. They fell short of their tenth win, though. They have won nine out of their last ten. They're second in the East. You can go ahead and put the Celtics as the winners of the Eastern Conference, unless we suck. Unless they just start having a lot of injuries, which Kristaps is out tonight. I, I don't see anybody else beating them. The West is a whole different story. The top four teams are separated by just two games. Timberwolves lead the Thunder by one game at the top. It's going to be... It's going to be The West five. is going to go down to the last week of the season. The Mavericks and the Warriors have both won five straight. Uh, this is big for the Warriors. The Warriors are now into the actual play-in instead of being out of the playoffs completely. Uh, Draymond has been big for them actually coming back and not being stupid. On to baseball, uh, pitchers and catchers reported today. That means we are closing in. The Giants signed Jorge Soler. I like the move. Uh, They had to do something since they lost out on basically every big-name free agent so far. Yeah. And uh, this gives you 30 home wins a year if he stays healthy. And you know, uh, Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery, they're still unsigned. Who knows when they will sign. You know what's crazy about that? They all have the same person represent. Oh, just, just weird that none of them was signed. On to college basketball, more upsets happened. Uh, Eleven Wisconsin lost four straight. We won yesterday. Though. We beat Ohio State and made them fire their head coach after the game. Really? Yeah, they fired. They fired. We didn't make it. Happen. They're just trash. Well, Wisconsin was upset by Michigan and Rutgers. Number twelve Auburn took down number sixteen Alabama, ninety-nine to eighty-one. Then they got upset by Florida. Number 19, Creighton got upset in overtime by Providence. Number 20, FAU got upset by UAB in overtime. I don't know what it is with UAB upsetting teams, and I don't know why FAU still ranked. Seems like they get upset every week. Kind of like Dayton. Number 18, Dayton got upset by VCU. Somehow they moved up in the standings. Tell me how that makes sense. Number 24, San Diego State got upset by Nevada in overtime. Number 10, Illinois got upset by Michigan State. Gonzaga, you don't really see Gonzaga upsetting teams because usually they're very good. Gonzaga, of course, unranked. They upset number 17, Kentucky. 
Number four, Kansas took down number 13, Baylor 64-61. Number six, Tennessee got blown out by Texas A&M. And UNLV upset number 25, New Mexico State. So the new rankings, number one, UConn. Number two, Purdue. Number three, Houston. They all stay the same. Number four is Marquette. And number five is Arizona. The biggest riser, St. Mary's moved up eight spots to being unranked to number 18. And the biggest faller was Wisconsin, down nine spots to 20. We shouldn't even be ranked. That's just my opinion. So since the new rankings came out on Monday, number six, Kansas got blown out by Texas Tech. Uh, Syracuse upset number seven, UNC. 21, Virginia got upset by Pitt. Number 23, Indiana State was upset by Illinois State after they were ranked for the first time since Larry Bird was there. Clearly it got to there. Number 12, Baylor took down number 25, Oklahoma, 79-62. So games to watch tonight, it's actually happening right now. Number 11, South Carolina, is playing number 13, Auburn. On Saturday, there's a lot of good games. The first one is, uh, yes, I put an unranked team. Texas versus number three, Houston. Texas has been just upsetting everybody. Why can't they upset Houston? A huge game, number four, Marquette, and number one, UConn. And number six, Kansas, number 25, Oklahoma. And number 22, Kentucky versus number 13, Auburn. All them games are on. We're inching ever closer to conference tournaments. On other sports, Nick Taylor won the Waste Management Phoenix Open in a playoff over Charlie Hoffman. Very disappointed. I wanted Charlie to win, but uh, it, it was a it was an eventful week for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Of course, they uh, they allowed too many people in that didn't even have tickets, so they had to quit uh, selling alcohol because from the videos that I saw, there was just a bunch of drunk people running around the course. I saw a video of a guy going up a hill, and he fell three times and almost took out a crowd of people. They said they're going to up their security measures next year. I would hope, because nobody cared about the golf that was being played. It was more like, what stupid person's going to do something stupid? You know how much money they lost, though, by getting rid of alcohol sale? And the money that they lost by just allowing random people in? Of course, the Genesis is this weekend. I guarantee you none of that is going to happen. Uh, Tiger Woods is playing this weekend. And, uh, you know, he he cut ties with Nike. He is now with TaylorMade as he launches his Sunday Red brand. The logo is ugly, and so is the Sunday Red thing. Because they it's three words. Sunday is one word. I don't know what Taylor means. NASCAR is officially back, because nobody cares about the clash. NASCAR is officially back this weekend. The Daytona 500 is this weekend. Who went? Uh, of course, qualifying is tonight. Yeah. So very weird that it's on a Wednesday night. Usually they have it. Usually they have it the Sunday before. Of course, they weren't going to do that with the Super Bowl being on. Yeah, I'm going Black Keselowski. He's always good at this big tracks. I'm going to go. You know, another RCR driver. It took him 20 years to win the big race. Took Dale 20 years. How about a new RCR driver? It's taken him 20 years. He's going to win it this year. Kyle Busch wins his first Daytona 5. Who is your early season championship prediction? To win the all? Yes. Ty Gibbs. I know you got it. You got it right a few years ago with Logano. You said it the first week. I've never got it right. It's very tough. Especially the playoffs. The chase. Yeah. It really screws it up. I don't know if Ty Gibbs has like an underrated pick. My underrated pick is Ty Gibbs. I think Ty Gibbs is going to have a huge year this year. I think he is as well. Uh, I think he has a chance. I think he's going to make the playoffs. I don't think he's going to win it, but he's my underrated pick to win the whole thing. To win it, it's got to be William Byron. He's been the best driver the past two years. He's got to win eventually, right? I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Christopher Bell. He's been in the championship oh, for the last, like, three years. He's fell short. I believe Toyota's going to be the best again this year. Who's good? I think Who's it's going to be a battle for Joe Gibbs racing as well. Between him, Denny Hamlin, and Ty Gibbs. Yeah. It's going to be a very strong battle. My underrated pick to win 
You can go Ty Gibbs, too. I'm not going Ty Gibbs. I think Ty Gibbs going to have a really good Court of the Joy. My underrated pick, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. He has a new sponsor with Bush Beer. It's going to be Ross Jensen. My underrated pick. I like Ty Gibbs. We'll see. So you have Christopher Bell. Yeah. I got IndyCar announced a uh, the series finale. They're changing it. It's going to be at Nashville Speedway, the first time they'll have it at an oval since 2014 because uh, the streets of Nashville, which they redesigned, is set to go right by Nissan Stadium where the Titans play. And they're doing renovations to it during this time. So they're not going to be able to actually drive up. So they're switching it all the way to Nashville Speedway, which I think is going to be a better race because oval races are usually better than street courses. IndyCar needs to stay on. Fortunately, they won't be going over a bridge. Put a bridge in the middle of Nashville. It's a good job. Speedway. Yes. <laughs> Who's got the biggest balls to hit the truck? Of course, uh, I, I honestly don't even know when IndyCar starts. It should be next month. They don't ever announce anything. No. F1 starts in, I want to say, like a little over a month. They've been debuting all their uh, new uh, can't-stand paint schemes because of the lighters. They've all been good so far. Mercedes has the worst. Because it, ch- it didn't change. Yeah, it's just the turquoise and black. It, Always it, it didn't change. Um, that's that's the AMG colors though. That's how they. Well, Ferrari as well. Ferrari Ferraris never change. They're gonna stay. It's, 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 why would you change? It's kind of like McLaren. I don't think they'll ever change. What McLaren did change. There's last year they had the blue. They took off the blue this year. I missed the blue. I thought the teal blue looked actually very good with, with the, the orange. Yeah. Of course, I'll still be pulling for McLaren because you know my boy Lando and Oscar Piastri. It's pretty good. And he has rookie cards coming up. The new top spin F1. Thanks. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's going to be... We're going to be looking at a lot of short episodes in the next few weeks. Because it's just NBA. Which it is getting crunch time for NBA. Yeah. Uh, baseball doesn't start for another month, basically. Uh, if any... <laughs> they actually sign. Who knows? They make it half the year without signing. And nothing really... You know, we're still a month away from March Madness. So we got NASCAR to talk about. Yeah! That's cool! waiting for you to do. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Peace.